Virtual Assistant Podcast, episode number 26. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is the podcast devoted to answering your questions and to just talking randomly about what it's like to have a virtual assistant to delegate your tasks to someone else so that you can do the work that you love. That's right, my friends. That is why we are here. And this week, I am recording this episode offline and not in front of a normal uh, internet audience like I usually do. And can I just, right here at the front of the show, heartfelt apologies go out to Deb Walker from over at Contemporary VA. I totally uh, had to cancel. Uh, well, I didn't have to, but I totally chose to cancel my show literally right when it was supposed to start. And she was there on time. She so graciously agreed to come on and talk about how a virtual assistant can help you with a social media strategy. We were going to talk about tips and and uh, step-by-step uh, guides on, or not guides, but uh, some step-by-step uh, things that you can do to really get started with social media using a virtual assistant. And um, I, it, it's totally my fault. It's totally my fault for canceling the show. And just so you know, uh, she has graciously agreed to reschedule with me in the future. And um, so, Deb, my apologies to you. Now, with that being said, the show must go on. I, I am uh, ready to record this week's show, and I, I want to put something out there. Now, it's completely going to be different than what I had anticipated, but I'm very thankful to, for the fact that I've done you know more than 2,300 podcast episodes, and it won't be the first time I've ever winged it. So uh, hopefully it's not going to be too bad. But I, I do have a voicemail that came in from Dawn. And she is a virtual assistant who is trying to start her business. Now, we've talked a little bit about, you know, what does it take to become a virtual assistant? And hopefully Dawn has listened to those uh, various podcast episodes. And today may be a little bit more on, you know, the business, you know. And and, and by the way, if you're not, if you hear all of this right here and you hear uh, Dawn's email and you're thinking to yourself, well, gosh, this episode is another one that doesn't apply to me. I'm a business owner looking to find ways to use a virtual assistant to help me. And and I don't, you know, need another episode, uh, you know, geared towards somebody else learning how to become a virtual assistant, you know. And of course, nobody's sent me that email, but in my own mind, I'm like, okay, Cliff, you know, what am I here? Am, am I podcast helping small business owners? Uh, you know, learn how to use virtual assistants more effectively, or am I a podcast that helps people learn how to become a virtual assistant? And you know, I I hope you're okay with the fact that I've chosen to to toss in how to become a VA and stuff like that. I think that's interesting. Maybe you can learn what some of the, your virtual assistants that you might hire in the future what they had to go through to become a VA, and uh, to find out that these people are real people. They're human, and they and they. You know they're they're looking for work and 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 how all that stuff works. But but here's the, here's what I want you to understand today. I already know what Dawn's voicemail is going to ask. I don't know exactly how I'm going to answer it yet. That's going to come as soon as I'm done playing the message. But here's what I want you to understand. Yes, I'm going to be talking about Dawn and and hopefully give her some insight and some encouragement about how she can grow her business. 
But will you please understand that you can take the information that I'm sharing with her and hopefully apply it to your own personal brand, your own business. And and maybe it's not going to be all about VA stuff, but uh, hopefully it'll be encouraging and inspiring and entertaining and, and educational. All that good gspn.tv stuff we like to do over here. So without further ado, here is Dawn and her voicemail. Cliff, this is Dawn Stratton from South Bend, Indiana. Um, I'm calling in regards to the VA podcast. Um, I currently work full-time as an administrative manager. Um, I have 18 years of staffing experience. I have my bachelor's degree in business administration and my master's in human resources management. Um, however, I'd like to begin my own business as a virtual assistant part-time. Um, I'd like suggestions on the best way to gain new clientele. I'm hoping that eventually I can quit my job full-time um, to become a full-time virtual assistant. I've tried Odesk, Guru, Elance. Um, the problem with these sites is that every job is bid on by so many people, and there are people that are bidding $2 an hour, and uh, that's much less than I can accept. Um, I've purchased a domain, strattonva.com. Um, it's still under construction. Um, not sure what information I need to put on there yet to get this on the road. Um, I'm willing to even bid lower to get startup clientele, but I just don't know where to start. Um, can you give suggestions? I'm even willing to offer free services for a couple of hours to people to get my name out there and for referrals. Um, I just need some ideas. Thank you for your time. Have a good day. Don, wow. I am so delighted to get your call. I really am. And and uh, I, I hope that what I have for you today will be an inspiration and encouragement. So, um, and, and, and if I'm being overly optimistic about my responses, then I apologize. But I am, you know, I can say that I have been in your shoes. All right. Uh, you know, I started out in my own uh, business working full time as an insurance agent, uh, you know, working somewhere between forty to sixty, sometimes seventy hours a week as a as a full time insurance agent in a family run agency, and I was doing this little thing on the side called podcasting. And uh, eventually, I had this idea that I would like to maybe possibly do podcasting, uh, you know, part time, some consulting work on the sides, and and I started doing a little bit of that and. And eventually one thing led to another and this whole seed got planted in my mind that said, hmm, maybe I could do this full time one day. And one day came and, and my wife says, Cliff, you got to leave your job. And uh, I, I went for it and I, I started pursuing full time podcasting and podcast consulting. And uh, here I am today doing podcasting and doing the work that I love full time. So I, I kind of know where you are and hopefully I can share some of my experiences with you. And so the first thing that you did, I love. You, you went and you, you got a domain and I see that you installed WordPress. You've got strattonva.com. That's S-T-R-A-T-T-O-N-V-A.com. And uh, now you you've you set up a hosting account, you installed WordPress, and that's step one. Step two, this is what you need to begin doing immediately. And, and I'm talking about you should do this starting yesterday. And that is start blogging. Even, be, even if you don't even have your design, I know that you've got just the standard WordPress theme, you know, and a lot of people think, well, I have to have my header just right. I have to, you know, I have to get my colors and I have to find some graphics and all of that stuff. Yes, those things are extremely important and you don't want to let it go too long without getting to that. 
But the, here's, the, here's the first thing. When I come to your site, the very first thing I see is this page is under construction. Well, the very first thing that it should say is, you know, here's my blog post for today. This is what I'm thinking, you know, and, and start blogging about your journey. Start blogging about the experience, something that you have experience with. So like, for example, take take something that you love to do. Like imagine what is one thing that is the, what is the one thing that you know how to do, that you love to do, and that you would, you know, you would do this all day long for clients if you could find a way to do that all day long and get paid for it. What's that one thing? Okay, that's your first blog post. Blog about that topic. And if it's a topic that you can continue to to blog different aspects of, you know, and by the way, your blog post, it doesn't have to be more than two or three paragraphs. It can be, you know, it could be two paragraphs. It could be 10 paragraphs. It doesn't matter. But do a blog post about that thing that you love to do and that you want to start doing for clients and put a blog post out and then continue if if you if you can find ways to blog other aspects of it blog about other aspects of that same thing that you would love to do and 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 start a series of blog posts related to that thing that you love that you want to start doing for businesses that way just by blogging and i'm talking you know this is something that i would suggest personally i would suggest that you spend 15 to 30 minutes Per evening, three two two to three nights a week blogging, and just start putting content on this website as blog posts. You can you can later configure this to look like a more official you know company website, but start blogging now or yesterday or earlier. Uh, so so that that's step number one. This way, when people anybody comes to your site, they're immediately going to see. You speaking about your passion and something that you're knowledgeable about, and you might possibly write about something that convinces somebody that's like, I like how you think, and I want to hire you. I want to hire you to do this for me, all right? I know it sounds crazy to think that that it's going to turn into that, but I tell you, it will happen. It will happen for you. So start blogging immediately, if not sooner, all right? That's step number one. Step number two is start, um, you need to start asking yourself this question. What is the one, and you know, and it goes back to what I was talking about before, but what's that one thing you love to do so much that you would do it all day long for free, that you get so much fulfillment out of, so much enjoyment out of, that you're so great at it, time flies when you're doing it. You need to find out what that thing is. And are there a couple other things? And then you need to create a page on your WordPress site called Services. And you list them in, pri- in, in priority. And by the way, if you start off with only one service, I tell you what, it's a great idea. Uh, seriously. Um, so create a page on your WordPress site that's called services. And if you actually create that page, just start and put your first service that you want to offer to your clients. Don't put, you don't need to worry about prices. You don't need to worry about any of that stuff, but just start putting down what are the services that you want to do. And, and let me tell you, avoid this. Avoid putting down services that you think people want. Forget that. You put down the services that you want to do. Because I, I tell you what, I could be busy, you know, 90 hours a week doing things that I know people desperately want me to do for them. 
But there are a lot of things that people desperately want me to do for them. They will pay me $150 an hour to do them, but I don't want to do them. And I consistently turn down work that I don't want to do because I became clear about the things that I do want to do. And the truth is, is if some of those other things, eventually it's not even going to be worth it to them for $150 an hour because I'm going to get so slow at it because I hate doing it so much. Yeah, I'm great at it. Yeah, I know how to do it. But no, I, I don't like it. I don't find enjoyment out of it. And and it's a quite it's quite the natural high buzzkill, if you know what I mean. So, I mean, you find the work that you love and start putting that down as the services that you offer to clients. Don't it doesn't have to look professional. Start building content on your website so that and then of course your about page. Well, goodness, let me click on your about page here on your site. And right now it says this is an example of a WordPress page. Well, gosh, you gave me more of your bio in this, you know, I don't know how long let me see here real quick, Don. Um, let me if I click play here, 1 minute and 17 seconds. You gave you take the audio recording that you just called in and and put that as an you just write the transcript out of what you told me and put that on your about page. Even if you're going to update it later, you know, just like, "Hey, this is who I am. I work full-time. I have this experience and I'm looking to start my own business." It's okay for you to say, "I'm looking to start this." In fact, I encourage you to say, I'm looking to start this, um, you know, for now. I mean, it just just let people know. Be authentic. Be real. Tell people that, hey, I really don't have a lot of experience of doing this virtually for people, but man, I have a strong, passionate desire, and nothing's going to stop me from making it a reality. And so do that. Do that. So start building your blogs. Build your about page with a little bit about you and start building your services just start there and that's where that's step number one that i mean i mean i mean here's the here's the situation what if i did find you on odesk you know what if i did find you on odesk and i wanted to find out he's like man i she did a really great job for me on odesk and and i would like to hire you know what she did such a great job i would like to do away with this thing and i'd just like to bring her on and and have her on retainer for you know 40 hours a month you know that that's what I want. I want to know if she's available to to work exclusive with me for or not exclusive, but uh, work with me on a retainer for forty hours a month. Man, let me see if I can find her on the web. And then all of a sudden, there's no website or there's no website that talks about the fact that you what you want to do and what you like to do and love to do, and some blog posts that explain that help clarify about how knowledgeable and and how intelligent and and how passionate you are about your topics. Well, th- you understand the importance of the of the site here. Now, we've talked to people before about who love Odesk. They love to find work on Odesk and they love to do work on Odesk and we've talked to somebody and if you go back in the the archives, you'll see an episode where it's got Odesk in the title and that's somebody who's found some success in and getting some, you know, good paid jobs, some good paid bids um and and stuff like that. But if you're finding yourself struggling in the sea of bidding low, like $2, $2 an hour, seriously, you know, I, I mean, I know that's a good pay out in, in, in the Philippines and in India and stuff like that. But Don, I have, I have to imagine that you don't live in India, you know, and, and that you're not going to be able to feed your family or even yourself for $2 an hour. And, and you're certainly not going to be able to feed yourself for free, Right. So um, my suggestion is if that's what you're finding and that's the experience you're having on Nodesk, get away from Odesk for a while. 
Let me tell you what I would suggest, okay? I would I would find out what is the work that I love to do. For me, I'll just put this in my own perspective. I love podcasting. So I started podcasting about podcasting and I started seeking out online communities and places where I found people who would benefit from having somebody who knew about podcasting to teach them about podcasting. So guess who is the perfect place or the perfect audience for me to go and seek out? Small to medium-sized business entrepreneurs who have a you know who would have enough money to put towards a budget to buy you know some very high-quality sounding equipment and somebody who would have the money and the desire to hire me to teach and to train them how to get started right the first time so they don't have to spend weeks or even months reading books and all this other stuff to learn how to podcast. Well, um, the thing is though, okay, that's my target audience, so I need to find small entrepreneurs. Uh, small business and entrepreneurs out there who are building their own online businesses and or their own consulting services and brands and stuff like that. That's who I need to find. So do you know how hard it is to find somebody like that? Not hard at all. In fact, go to 48days.net, N-E-T, 48days, that's the number 48, days.net. That's Dan Miller's Ning Group. It's free. It's absolutely free for you to sign up. Guess who you're going to find there? Small to medium-sized business owners and most of those people who are looking to just get started with their businesses and are looking for motivation and encouragement from a community of other small to medium-sized business owners. Do you know how much work I get from Dan Miller's site? A lot. A lot of people. And you know what I did? I went over there and I created a group for free called Podcasting and New Media where I will occasionally answer people's questions for free. And and it doesn't cost, you know, it doesn't cost Dan anything to to for me to provide that advice. It doesn't cost them to ask me a couple questions and for me to give thorough responses and stuff like that. But anyway, I go over there and I talk about the things that I love. And I build relationships with people and eventually I tell them, hey, this is what I do. And, and you know, they come to my podcast. For me, it's a podcast. For you, it would be the blog uh, unless you wanted to start podcasting, which, by the way, I know a great consultant and you can find for more information about him over at podcastanswerman.com. But anyway, you get the idea. So you build relationship with people and eventually once they get to know you, they come to your site and then all of a sudden they see you blogging. It's like, wait, I didn't know that you did that, Don wow, I'm looking for somebody to do that for my business. This is how it happens. And, and, and you do this naturally, not in a spammy way, but you build relationships with your target audience. And, I, and, and if, if people are out there underbidding you and people are, you know, the, the people on Odesk are taking people for $2 an hour, guess what? Those are not your target audience, are they? So, so get away from that for a while and go and build relationships with the target audience. Some small to be, small to medium size, I'd say small business owners, you know, five employees or less and, or even better, the, my favorite group of people to work with are people who just work for themselves, who have their own businesses. Um, so, so yeah. Um, and, and of course, uh, once you have these relationships, you start, you start networking with people. Uh, one of the things that you can do is, um, uh, you know, uh, let's see here. You start doing work for people and, and eventually you get, you get to work with one person and you find out it's like, wow, they really loved what you did. And then you can, you can say, Hey, would you mind creating a testimonial for my services? And guess what? You're going to create another page on your website called testimonials. And you put a link to that person's 
a website and a picture of that person and you put a little thing that says, you know, hey, this person recommends my services and this is what I did for them and this is how happy they are. And and you just duplicate that a couple times and eventually what you'll find is you'll slowly start to build your business. The good news here is that you're in a position where you have a full-time job and you can build this overnight or over time. And and I want to tell you, build yourself up slowly. Don't try to make it all happen, you know, and say, I have to have this happen within the next three months and stuff like that. Build it slowly and eventually it will happen. I think that that is the way to go. Um, so if I were going into the virtual assistant business, uh, and and can I just say that in a way, in a way, I am a virtual assistant? And, and, and oh man, I know that, the, oh goodness. Oh, come on, I heard you. I mean, I know this is all pre-recorded and everything, but I literally just heard people's teeth clench. You know, I've heard, I just, I just heard it. I heard your teeth clench. You know, there are VAs out there. It's like, oh my gosh, he did not just say he's a virtual assistant. If he goes on about that whole idea that his first experience with a virtual assistant was the first day he started his business and hired a CPA, a CPA is not a virtual assistant, blah, 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 blah. Well, what is a virtual assistant? In my mind, and you can argue with me and you can, and yeah, I know it's all about semantics and, and I, yeah, I'm probably wrong, but in my mind. A virtual assistant is somebody that I hire to do work for me that uh, I desperately don't want to do and somebody else can do better than me or uh, they can do it more efficiently than me or whatever the case may be. They are somebody that does the work and they are not my full-time employee. They are not my part-time employee. They are an independent contractor that I pay them for their services, for their services and and they don't work here in my specific location, so they are not physically here, so they are virtually doing work for me. That's what I, and they're, they're virtually assisting my business. Does my CPA fit that um, uh, definition? You better believe it. My CPA virtually, from his own location, his office, he takes care of my taxes, he takes care of my payroll, he does. He does not work for me. He's. I'm not. I don't. I don't have to. I don't have to claim him as an employee. I pay him for his services. Now, as a consultant, as a podcast consultant, people. You know, I have a similar. Uh, I have similar relationships with my clients that you would as having as as being a virtual assistant. I have clients who have me on retainer. I do. I have people who pay me a monthly fee every single month, and I'm I'm quote unquote on call for them. I don't have very many of them. I only do that for some of my favorite clients. Um, but I, I have some clients that have me on retainer. And I have other clients who just, you know, hire me for a couple hours here and there. Or some of them hire me for a project, like building a website for them and setting up their podcast. So, so and, and I'm an independent contractor. I don't work for them. I don't live, you know, I'm not in their physical location, so I'm doing, I am virtually assisting their business. So I guess technically speaking, I am, I'm a specialist in the area of virtually assisting people myself, okay? So there you go. So we're not all that different, are we? So what you wanna do is you want to start building your business, doing things for people, and and you slowly build it. I, I, I hope that maybe out of all of that, I've, I've helped giving you some direction. But I think create start creating content on your website. You know, I'm glad that you're not pressed for for the fact that, you know, you do have the full-time job. You can start building your content. It's not going to cost you a lot of time or money to do that. Start there. Start networking. Decide what it is that you love to do. 
then go seek out people in relationships. Uh, well, first of all, when you design, decide what it is you want to do and what you love to do, then you need to decide, okay, who who benefits from the services? Who is the target audience? Go find those people online. There are group, I can guarantee you 48days.net is your is a, is a is a fish pond waiting for you to build relationships with people. It's just waiting. And in fact, I would encourage you instead of you know, here's the idea. Man, I can't imagine, you know, what what if you got what if you were to pick up, you know, uh you know, 15 hours worth of work this week? 15 hours worth of work um and, and oh gosh, I'm horrible at math. For $10 an hour. Is that $150? Okay? Um, so let's just say you had 15 hours of work you picked up on Odesk this week for $10 an hour. You know what? Forget that junk. Okay. Forget that junk. Pay yourself $10 an hour from your full-time job. Pay yourself $10 an hour. And during that $10 and during those 15 hours, during those 15 hours, what you want to do is you need to be building relationships with other people who are your target audience and and connecting with those people. That means getting to a place where you're you're reading, you're join, joining some groups and forums and discussions where people are talking about their businesses and their needs and their their desires and their wants and their struggles and their hurdles that they need help with and whoa, guess who can come to the rescue and help them with that? It would be Dawn Stratton from over at strattonva.com. Hmm. Anyway, do what you did here. Call into a podcast. I don't. I, I can tell you right now, Don. If you had your website up and running, uh, I can tell you right now, your offer to help somebody for free for an hour, um, you know, just to, or two hours to see if you know, see what kind of services you offer, and if you actually put down what offers, I can tell you right now, your website after this podcast goes out, hmm, hundreds of people are going to check it out. I, I'll just tell you that right now, hundreds of people are going to Stratton. S-T-R-A-T-T-O-N-V-A dot com. Hundreds of people. And guess what's there? Nothing yet. But if it was there, they would read about it. And there's a chance that some of this might have stuck with them. And in fact, I hope that it has. And in fact, uh, folks, if you go to uh, Stratton VA, I, I would imagine you could leave a comment on one of the temporary posts that are there for now. And her WordPress should send her an email notifying her that you sent a comment and just ask her to contact you and, and say, hey, what kind of services do you do? I've been thinking about having hiring a virtual assistant. And since you're thinking about becoming one, I'd love to talk to you about this. Um, so Dawn, I hope that we've just launched you into your part-time career. I don't know if it's been helpful or not, if I think that I'm just so full of myself that I've just inspired you. But um, hopefully I have, hopefully. All right, so what do I do next? <laughs> that was, uh, well, I'll tell you what else I will do is I will say thank you to ContemporaryVA.com. Uh, ContemporaryVA.com is the source of my own personal uh, virtual assistant. Uh, my virtual assistant is Andrea Schumann. She is the best virtual assistant on this planet, bar none. You can argue with me night and day, but I'll tell you what, I'm very good at debate. So I don't know if you want to go there. But anyway, she is the best. She radically has transformed and changed my life and my business. And I'll tell you what, you can take it from my wife. My wife actually said in one of her podcasts, I love Cliff's virtual assistant. So there you go. When my wife says that she loves my VA, you know it's good. So and of course, I got my virtual assistant from Contemporary VA and they are the 
sole exclusive pots uh, pod, sponsor of this podcast. Fun stuff, and I love them. They rock. All right, what am I going to do next? Hmm. Let's talk about what's going on in my own world of virtual assisting, I guess, for just a moment. But I got to think about what's going on. I talked already about how sometimes I forget that I have a VA. Oh, a funny story. A funny story. I was talking with a friend of mine. His name is Greg. And uh, he's he's thinking about firing up some more, you know, getting into some more new media stuff and and playing around with a couple ideas in his head. And, and uh, you know, he's busy guy, busy, busy guy. And he was asking me for some tips and and uh, tricks on how to become more productive in his podcast workflow and and all this stuff. And uh, and I sit there, I said, you know, Greg, um, why don't you hire a virtual assistant? And he's like, yeah, I hear you talking about that, man. Tell me more. And I'm sitting there, I'm talking to him and, and stuff like that. And we had the greatest, this is the funnest conversation. Uh, and I sit there and I sit there and I, I said, you know, the, the best thing is I have her on retainer and, and she's there standing by to help me anything that I need. And she's like, she's over the top, helpful and amazing and really cool. And, uh, and he's like, really Cliff? I mean, seriously, is that good? I said, watch this. Now, of course he's one, he was, uh, on go to meeting with me. So he got, he was actually seeing everything that was on my screen. He was seeing it, uh, cause I was sharing my screen via go to meeting. We were on Skype with one another, or actually I think we were on telephone, but anyway, he was still seeing what was on my screen. And so guess what I did? I pulled up my Skype and I saw that Andrea was online and I just opened it up a little chat window, an instant message chat, and I said, hey, Andrea, will you please do me a favor and say hi to my friend Greg, or to, to yeah, to my friend Greg? Uh, and I said, no, watch, Greg, check this out. Within a couple, within a, within a minute or less, I, 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 there's a very good chance, unless she's out to lunch or went to go pick up her sons for school, there's a very good chance that within a minute, 60 seconds, she's going to say hi to you. And, and immediately you start seeing the little status icon with the little little pencil and stuff like that. And um, and, and she writes back. She goes, hi, Greg. <laughs> and, and I sit there and he starts laughing and he sit there. And he goes, now, how much is now? Let me ask you, Cliff. You said that, you know, they they you pay by the hour. You know, you pay for so many hours, but they only charge by the minute and stuff like that. So is she billing you for that? And I said, I don't know. Let's ask her. <laughs> so I said, there. I said, hey, Andrea, Greg wants to know, are you billing me for answering this message? And she goes, should I? <laughs> she goes, of course not. And so I, I told her, I said, listen, it, it's not it's not as weird and as foreign as what you think. I it, it, it's it's just like having somebody who is a partner in your business who cares about what you're doing. Um, oh, perfect example. OK. Shout out to iSimplifyVA.com. Uh, iSimplifyVA.com. So, oh, by the way, Don, check this out. Check this out, what I just did. Okay, check it out. Go to iSimplifyVA.com. And by the way, her website is not impressive. Not impressive at all. You know why it's not impressive? Because she's so stinking busy doing websites for other people, which are extremely, extremely impressive. In fact, one of my best clients, she does the website for him. And that's how I know about Melissa. Melissa Stauffer, she's a great virtual assistant. And I go to her site here and I click on My Availability. She's got a page called My Availability. 
which uh, I guess is probably an iframe that's not currently working. So you might think, wow, what kind of virtual assistant is she if she can't get her website to show the, her availability schedule that's supposed to be iframed in here on Google Chrome? Well, you know what? She rocks. I'm telling you. I wouldn't tell you that she rocks if she didn't. But anyway, go. I'll tell you what. I think, yeah, it's okay because Dan, Dan men- mentions her a lot. Go to 48days.com and tell me that website doesn't rock. Uh, and so check that out. Anyway, she's got Melissa's resume. And so that's her, you know, integrity, uh, organizer, extraordinaire, dependability, uh, excellent written and spoken communication, Microsoft Office expert, HTML and CSS web development. And yes, she is good at that. Um, exceptionally detail oriented, technical guru, HTML newsletter development. And a dis- she's got, then she's, and of course, what do you think she loves to do? Those things are her favorite. Additional areas of expertise. And she talks about her typing words per minute, uh, search engine optimization practices, some Adobe Photoshop stuff, Google Analytics, WordPress Blogger and Joomla, social media platforms like Facebook. I mean, go check out isimplifyva.com. And then, of course, I've not even done this, but let's click on services and pricing. And uh, services I offer, calendar management, travel planning, um, and all of this other stuff. And then pricing, guess what? I don't even see the price on here. And you know what? She doesn't even need to have the price on there. And it says, in fact, it says, please contact me for further information about my rates and availability. So there you go. And I will tell you what, does she she can get by with this website. You know why? Because she's she's went out and built relationships with people and she's doing work that thoroughly impresses them. And you get a you get a client that's that's like you know, some, well, you get a client that has a following and has other like-minded people that he hangs out with. And those people are also people within your target audience. Guess what happens? Word gets around. Guarantee you this, you contact Melissa right now. She's not going to be available. Guarantee you this, you try to hire my virtual assistant, Andrea Schumann. Uh-uh. You better not even think about it. She's busy. But if you contact Contemporary VA, they can help you. Uh, they've got, I'm sure they've got somebody over there and they can help you. Uh, just contact them and let them know that you're looking for somebody and that Cliff sent you from over at virtualassistantpodcast.com. But anyway, Dawn, do you see where I'm coming from with this? And, uh, you know, so I had this great experience with, with Melissa. So I, th- that's where I'm going. Now this, Now you understand why Cliff should probably put these shows, you know, in some kind of order ahead of time because he just bounces all over the place and he even starts talking about himself in the third person, which really annoys a lot of people. But that's okay because he's going to start talking about myself in the first person now. So here I am. Did you see that smooth transition? Man, it feels like I've had some kind of sugar or something like that. I feel like I'm, woo, going. Okay, anyway, bear with me. I, I promise you I'm sometimes more professional than this. Not always, but sometimes I am. Um, where was I going? Anyway, Dan, uh, had some things with his website, um, and worked with his virtual assistant. And it was so great because I could tell by working with Dan's virtual assistant that I was working with somebody who cares about Dan's business equally as much, if that's even possible, but I would say equally as much as Andrea, my virtual assistant cares about my business and, and, you know, it was so good for me to see that because, I mean, she, she's careful with usernames and passwords. She, she's like, listen, you know, you know what, I'm not even 
going to do that. You just show me what you want to do and, and show me how you're doing it. And I want to learn. I, I want to be a sponge. I want to make sure that Dan's getting everything, the best of his care. You know, let's work through this together. It was so much fun working with her because she had, I mean, I felt like she was, you know, I felt almost as though Dan has this family run business and, and, and Melissa's a part of the family. And that's the same way. That's the same way I feel about my virtual assistant. I, I can imagine that it's not that way for everybody. And, um, you know, if it's not for you, I encourage you to find somebody that can be, that, that can be your virtual assistant that is kind of like your family. Anyway, so where, where do we go from here? We're 36 minutes into this thing. And I guess what I want to do is I want to encourage you guys, please give me a call. What are some things that you want to know how to do? Here's what I would love to do over the next couple of weeks. Of course, I'm going to bring Deb Walker back in if she'll agree to do so. I'm sure she will. She, I, I felt so bad. Anyway, Deb's going to eventually come in and we're going to reschedule her to come in and talk about, you know, social media and hopefully she's going to give us some step-by-step things that you can do. You know, what are the what are the top four or five things that you need to do to get started with somebody helping you with your social media marketing strategy? Um, so, so we're going to, we're going to talk to Deb about that, but what are some other things I, I recognize and realize there are some of you out there and I know this because I hear from you, you're, you're ready to pull the trigger. You're, you're on the fence. You're thinking, okay, I'm going to hire a virtual assistant, but I just don't know what to do first. What is the task that you want to to give to a virtual assistant, but you're having a hard time figuring out how am I going to do it, all right? So, is it social media? We told you we're gonna have Deb come on. Is it blogging? You know, what what are you gonna need? Let's just say you're a small business owner. Let's talk about that for a second. We've talked about having a virtual assistant blog for my business, blah, blah, blah. So we talked about how great it is and how they can do it. That's all good and fun. How about this? What do you need to do to get to, let's just say you don't have a blog right now. All you have is a is an ugly, static HTML page somebody created from you, this kid from high school created for you, you know, a couple years ago. And and by the way, it looks it looks cheesier than the GeoCities thing that they actually shut down the other, you know, a couple, about, a, oh, I guess maybe a year ago. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, but but anyway, so you don't have a, you don't have a website to even blog on. How do, how do you, what do you do? Well, here you go. Step number one, think of a domain name, all right? So think of a very cool domain name, all right? Have your virtual assistant research a cool domain name for you, and step number one, say, okay, I need you to go out and research some domain no, some domain names that are available that will communicate what my business is in a kind of a personal brand. Come up with some catchy titles and make sure a domain's available. Research that, give me... 10 suggestions and please come back and I'll pick one. All right. So there's step number one you give to your virtual assistant. Okay. So they come back and they say, okay, here, how about these 10 names? Do any of these look good to you? And you said, you know what? I really don't like any of those. Can you come up with 10 more? And so they go back out and they get 10 more. Okay. Finally, there's about three of them in there and the three of them are available. You pick, you, you go to a friend of yours and say, okay, which, which of these do you like? And, and stuff like that. And then you say, okay, I like this one. Go to your virtual assistant and say, okay, I need you to register that domain in my name. Okay, you may need to have a virtual assistant that you trust in, uh, as much as I trust mine and give them your credit card information. Um, you know, and, and, and who knows, maybe if you don't really trust 
your virtual assistant all that much and, and you're kind of concerned about all this stuff, maybe you get a different card uh, issued so that you have a separate card number that can easily be canceled in the future if something happens. So that maybe, maybe that's something you could do. Uh, but anyway, it, I trust my VA. So let's just say you, f- you found a VA that you trust. So you give them your credit card information, have them go online and set up your hosting account. Now, I suggest Bluehost. And of course, if you went to gspn.tv slash Bluehost, I get a commission credit on that, but it's not important that you do that. But anyway, it's uh, gspn.tv slash Bluehost, but tell them to go to Bluehost, hook you up with a hosting account and get your WordPress installed. I will tell you what, your virtual assistant probably knows how to do that. Many of them do. And uh, if not, look for one that does. Or have them research how to do it and and to go and do it. It's not that difficult. All right. So have them install WordPress. And then what you do is have them kind of customize it. See if your virtual assistant knows how to customize it just a little bit. But then the next thing that you do is like, okay, now you could say, okay, you have got my domain. You installed my WordPress. And I've got this website with a blog on it. Now, here's what I need you to do. I need you to go in and I need you to add an about page. I need you to add, a, you know, some, you know, my social media links to my Twitter and my Facebook and, and stuff like that. I want you to put that on there. Uh, I want you to create me a, a newsletter list because I want to make sure that people who love the content that I'm producing for them, uh, that if they want more information from me, that I can email them at any time. So I want you to set me up a um, uh uh, an account with something like MailChimp.com. That's M-A-I-L-C-H-I-M-P.com. And MailChimp.com uh, is is free for the first 500 people on your list. You can also use AWeber or Constant Contact. It doesn't really matter who you use. But anyway, uh, have them set up a, a mailing account, uh, an um, email subscription list for you and to put a little thing where people can do that on the sidebar have them add a little widget so that they can so that they can have it to where your website visitors can subscribe to your email newsletter or whatever the case may be and then you need to start blogging now i would personally recommend this and the, and it's at this point that you go back to the the last interview i did about blogging and having your, you know, is it okay to have your VA blog for your business? Um, then you can go and, and listen to that episode and, and take it from there. And by the way, let me just look real quick to find out what episode that was. That was episode 19. Uh, so go to virtualassistantpodcast.com, look for episode 19, should I hire, hire a virtual assistant to blog for my business? So do the steps that I just told you and then go and listen to episode 19 and take it from there. Um, and, 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 and so that's some step-by-step. Those are some, so, so those are some of the things that I would like to do. So are there some tasks that you want to start giving to your virtual assistant, but you just don't know how to begin? What are the first steps? What are, what's going to be necessary for me to do step-by-step? What are like the first four or five or what are the first, yeah, first five steps that I need to take to make sure that my virtual assistant can take over this task for me? Uh, it has to be something at least relatively, uh, open and broad enough that I would understand what it is that task is. If you've got a specialized task, um, then I encourage you to uh, to go back to another episode uh, that I did a long time ago. Let me see if I can find that one real quick. Okay, I, I can't see it here. But anyway, there, I, I'm sure I talked about it within the first 10 episodes. It was, it was all about... Um, you know, I had talked a lot about in those first 10 episodes about how do you train your virtual assistant and the whole idea of, you know, 
doing a task over and over again, writing down all the steps that are involved, and then creating like a checklist, if you will, and, and then saying, okay, now let's go through this and let me watch you do this. And you can do that using GoToMeeting and some other stuff. But anyway, if you're interested in some of this information, um, let, let's get to the, some more of those voicemails, some of that feedback coming in. I would love to help you guys if you're interested. If not, I'll just keep coming up with more stuff to talk about. And I'll probably be a little bit more prepared in the future and try not to cancel interviews at the very, very last minute. Once again, thank you to Don Stratton, strattonva.com. I hope that there'll be a, uh, some good stuff on that website very soon. Don, give us a call back in about a month or so and let us know if any of this stuff helped you out. Until next time, everybody, I encourage you to learn how to become more effective in your business by allowing other people to do the things that they're great at so that you can do what you're best at as well. God bless you all. We'll be back again next week. Until then, I encourage you to join the community.